0: Hey guys, welcome to the Well Said Podcast. My name is Andre and I'm a pastoral intern at Living Word Bible Church, where I'm responsible for youth and young adult ministries. I'm also a part-time student at the Southern Seminary. Every week, I'll be sitting down with my good friend, Alexi, and we are gonna be talking about both the beauty and the complexity of following Jesus in a post-Christian culture. Hey guys, this week we dive right into another challenging and awesome subject. That is Christianity and art. How are Christians supposed to think about art? Now, we don't have time to cover the whole thing, but we will give you some thoughts. What does the Bible say about art? Why are Christians often so suspicious or dismissive of art? And how should the church today think about art and creativity? What's up guys, welcome back. Uh, We're diving in to another subject this week and I have a feeling that this week's subject is gonna be another can of worms. We keep starting starting on subjects that get us going and then we're like, shoot, we need another one or two extra episodes to follow up on this. Uh, This time it's not gonna be a two part series but we're just gonna cram in some really golden thoughts on a really important subject today. But before we get there, Tell me, Alexi, what's good today? What's good this week? What are you happy about?
1: Oh, very simple, we're expecting. Shoot, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, that's are you funny. kidding me right
0: no, now? Oh kidding. my gosh, dude, congratulations. Thanks, man. Dang, okay, wow, drop it like that <laughs> yep. in the middle that's of recording. Like wow, yep. guys, I seriously had no idea. Dang, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, life, life is good. Yep. Family is good. Babies are a gift. That's exciting, man. Super happy for you guys. Thanks. Well, my what's good is going to be very little compared to that. I'm just, uh, I'm happy to be recording more good thoughts and sharing it with the world and um, thinking about truth and thinking about life because that's, it's a joy. It's a privilege. But I'm also very happy for you. That's, Thanks. dude. That. <laughs> Congratulations.
1: Yes. Now that we got that out of the way. <laughs> what are we talking about?
0: We are talking about creativity art and the church. Uh, I think one of the one of the top questions or issues that Christians don't think about today and because we don't think clearly about art and creativity um, we don't have a biblical view of it because we don't even think about the whole thing as possibly being biblical. Um, we get into a lot of foolish debate because we don't know what we're talking about so christians need to understand creativity and art so we're just gonna jump in and throw some thoughts around on this question yeah
1: and when we say art we don't mean a picture of some medieval warriors or something no, no. not know it's we a might. lot more than that though yeah it's right. a lot more than that and not just paintings yeah so so, so what is art what is art what is There's art japanese painter <laughs> he, I think, underlined it and really, you know, that guy has a way with words. He his is, name he's, is
0: Makoto. What's his last name? Fuyamara. Fuyamara. I think. Fuyamara.
1: So here's what he said The arts are a cup that will carry the water of life to the thirsty. Dang. We are impacted. We're not just impacted by art, we are rejuvenated by art. Hmm. Here's, let me paint you a picture. You're driving through a desert, and then you get to Oasis oasis compared to the desert is art Hmm. it's a work of art except in this case we're talking about god's art literally you know but it's it's the change from the dry to something that will rejuvenate you it could be a beautiful painting something you don't see every day in your mundane life or it could Mm -hmm. be a song which you don't listen to and ever, and it's new and it's beautiful it's exciting it's different from anything you've ever seen before and it catches your eye it starts transforming me because of how incredible it is the details the context everything hmm. so
0: so and when we're saying art right now guys we are talking about art in the broadest sense we are talking about painting uh visual arts musical arts Dancing. writing poetry film uh art as a broad subject yes. yeah i think if i can add on to that art um is very if you look at any time period in culture Art is at the center of human life because part of what it means to be human is to create things that are meaningful and things that are beautiful, things that inspire us. Um, And art, in general, is a vehicle through which we as humans share what is inside of us, uh, share our longings, aspirations, experiences with those around us. And again, you probably can come up with really much better definitions of art. Yeah. But um, that—that's—that's that's the subject. So, Alexi, what is your experience with art, and uh, what what forms of art are your favorites?
1: My favorite music. 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 It music really it? impacts – I feel like music is the one that can really get down to your inner being, mm-hmm. what you really feel, the way rhythm affects the body, the way the, the melody can affect how you feel. Mm. It's incredible. But just one of the simple ways – one of the simple things that I can point to is think of a stadium, of a huge football game, soccer game, basketball game, and the singing of a national anthem. Mhm. It is one of the most incredible experiences that I think you can have and it really echoes what we do at churches in our congregational singing when a big group of people in one voice same text same melody we're all singing same thing. And it it's amazing and especially when we don't just sing something random but we sing it to one specific thing let's say national mm-hmm. anthem of America it's about America it's about us as a country land of the free Mm-hmm. And, you know, and how music ties into it, how it talks about land of the free, and the melody goes up, and everyone's like, "Ooh!" and you get the goosebumps, and then somebody sheds a tear because they <laughs> had someone serving in the military. You know, that impacts. It's art. It's yeah, amazing. So
0: music awakens the soul. It does. So um, if you guys are listening to us and you hear sounds in the background. The windows are open, it's a hot day, and that is the, the the rustling of the leaves in the background. That is intentional because we're talking about art, and that is the art of nature behind us. So don't worry about that. That's, yep. that's art in the background of the discussion on art. Um, you mentioned going to art galleries. Not a lot of my friends do that. Can you just quickly drop some lines on that?
1: I started because I thought it was a cool thing to do. But then you start reading about the guy who painted it, why he painted it. And then you come across these incredible paintings that it took him three years to paint it. He painted it, and then the feeling left him, and then he waited two more years, and then whatever was inside of him revived, and he came and finished the painting. Mm-hmm. And when you start looking at it from the standpoint, someone worked on it for three years, and they were wrestling with it, and they were trying to portray something that they wanted people to see. yeah, When you start seeing that, you start seeing the context, the bigger picture. That's when art starts impacting you. Yeah. And it, it's incredible because it's so visual. You're able to see the shapes, the colors, and those things are impacting mm-hmm. you as well, just like the music. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible.
0: So any particular musicians or visual artists that jump out
1: in your mind that you like? I jump all over the place. I don't have one person that I like. I yeah. I, I jump from one thing to another. Still I really developing. appreciate amazing voices, though. Mm-hmm. When people sing without any effort and they're in, and they are singing incredible, incredibly high notes, mm-hmm. there's nothing that can be better than hmm. that. Okay,
0: cool. What about you? Um, yeah. So my experience with art, I think my just my appreciation view of art in general has been really growing in the past couple of years. Um, I went to the Canvas Conference a couple years ago now, and that is hosted by Humble Beast Records. It is a, a whole conference on creativity and theology together, and that those guys really helped me see some things. Before that, though, I was, I think, always been in a family that's been in music, you know, so music has been kind of in and out of my life. I love to listen to music. I just love music. I don't think that my taste on music is particularly developed because, um, I think most of my listening time when I'm driving is more these days devoted to books and information. So I, I, am one of those people that just always has music playing in the background. I love music. I, I think I need to develop my tastes though, like in terms of specific artists and things like that. But yeah, music, I love music. I'm always listening to music. I think, um, film, is I, I love I love good movies. I mean, there's nothing there's nothing sinful to say, you know, about that. I think in a, in, in our traditional Russian Baptist uh, history, there's a, there's definitely a prejudice against the TV, and and of course the TV in our culture is abused, and people you know become stupid because they watch so much TV, and there's a lot of junk, but the film medium the medium of film is powerful on a number of levels. And I just, to, when you watch a good movie that captures, that, that communicates a story through the feeling, through the affection, through the emotion, through the music, um, man, there's a, a good movie will be echoing in my head for multiple weeks. I yeah. mean, I, I just, I, I can't help it when I watch a good movie and I'm like, that was really good. I'll be sifting through that movie, that story. I'll be sifting through it subconsciously for a week or two. Just little details about the story. The other art form that I really love, uh, just jumping out right now, is words. I think that's sometimes overse- overlooked maybe. Um, writing. To me, writing is an art. Um, to, ta- to, to take words and ideas and to communicate them. That's one thing that that fascinates me in a very special way. Words throughout history have had power, and and people who can wield words like a sword effectively can have massive, massive impact. So to me, working with words, whenever I have a little bit of free time, you know, I've been blogging for a couple of years just as a side thing to develop my word craft. Um, Not because I think I'm particularly amazing at it, but because I believe it's really cool and valuable and i want to grow you know Mm -hmm. and and when you read somebody who knows how to write um just a quick one c.s lewis um Mm -hmm. it it's like i mean reading or listening to c.s lewis is like a drug to me his he thinks beautifully he thinks beautifully the way he crafts words and images um charles spurgeon preacher baptist preacher wordcraft artist uh john bunyan that's a hi- you know this is a history of the church but mm-hmm. these are all men who knew how to beautifully articulate words so art creativity has been uh, yeah. buzzing in my mind in my heart for the last couple of years let
1: me add something you said movies i cannot echo enough how well movie can portray a story a life lesson on which i also end up just dwelling on for a couple weeks yeah it's incredible and i'm not talking about like marvel's avengers there's no life lessons there easy there (laughs) (laughs) but there are movies that you watch it and you're just like life makes sense this is what you do this is what you get yeah this is how it works and it's incredible we if have you haven't
0: I, I know you haven't read Lord of the Rings <laughs> um, shame on you because that's that's a that's that is a, a classic it's gonna be a classic for hundreds of years if God still gives us life for hundreds of years people will still be reading Tolkien nonstop. Uh, our time is flying like I said yeah, this is a can of worms is. let's throw some thoughts out here okay so as Christians what does the Bible say about art
1: the thought that I right away came to my head I went back to Exodus And I reread that passage about where it was the time of building of the tabernacle for the Israelites. And God specifically told Moses, it's a chapter 31, if anyone wants to read it. God says, see, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri and son of Hur of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the spirit of God, with the ability and intelligence, with knowledge and craftsmanship. To devise artistic design and work in gold, silver, bronze, cutting stones, offsetting, carving wood. It's So, long story short, I'm not going to read the whole thing. But God has a job for this guy named mm-hmm. Bezalel. And he gives them the skill to do the job. Mm-hmm. And this points me to just, uh, you don't have to dig deep. It's right there. When God gives you an ability to do something, write poems, write music. He does it for a reason.
0: Right. And it's interesting in all these texts later, I think it says the spirit of God these yes. came upon these men when they were crafting things for the temple or for the tabernacle. Now think about that. Like God described to Moses how to make this stuff, but God didn't make it. Yep. They had to make it. They had to make the cherubim of, of, on, that are seated on top of the Ark of the Covenant, those j- big angels with yeah, spread out with wings, wings, all out of gold. Like so – some artist had to work that out the technical difficulties of angels and wings and gold and molding and proper heat and proper shapes. So, but you know, if you read that description, I think that that's a perfect place to start. Um, look at how God describes the lampstands, how God describes the inside of the Holy of Holies. Um, there's pomegranates and flowers yeah. and lilies. They had to shape this stuff out of gold, you know? And then you zoom, you fast forward to Solomon's temple. Now, if you look at Solomon's temple and the description, this stuff must have been stunning visually. Um, th- th- it was art. Yep. The place, uniform. the place, the holy place, the most holy place was not just a bunch of gold, as in like, um, it's valuable the most holy place where god dwelled in the old testament among the people of god was a place full of art and beauty so that's an interesting yeah. point um if you just dis- look at the description on the high priest and on the the clothing that he wore the garments the ephod or ephod or whatever however you, mm-hmm. you pronounce it the the it was all there was there was it was all art it was right right right. very specific precious stones shapes carved into flowers and pomegranates and lilies um when you look at old testament worship if you start to zoom out you know the entire book of psalms that the whole thing it's a it's a book of poetry it's a book of art um David repeatedly speaks about playing skillfully, dancing to the Lord, rejoicing. Um, Most of the major prophets, like Isaiah, Isaiah was a book written that was meant to be played as a song. It's not written as a book book. It's written to be played, I think, to the tune of a harp or something. Wow. So when you start to look around um, the Bible, uh, you start to realize that art and creativity are almost inseparable from any aspect of the people of God. It's everywhere. And in the New Testament, there's psalms, there's hymns, multiple quotes in the New Testament that you can get of what uh, biblical scholars are pretty sure are poems or early church hymns, like Colossians chapter one. There's one in Second Timothy, I think. There's a few. Um, another quick one. Jesus said... Uh, the son of man will be lifted up just like the, the, the bronze serpent was lifted up by Moses. Now, remember that again, yeah. that was a work of art by Moses and that God used to heal people from the snake bites. Um, the bronze serpent was a work of art. It was a statue. Um, Jesus pointed to that and said, hey, check that out. Just like that was lifted up, I will be lifted up. Um, Jesus told parables, stories to make a point, creative stories. So and then you just zoom out and, and just look just pick a leaf off a tree. look at look at the wing of an insect. I mean look at a sunset, right? So yeah. then you start to realize creativity and art in the broadest and total sense is inseparable from the whole Christian story. Yeah. God created the world beautiful. God wrote beauty and art and creativity into worship, into religion, um, and into how we approach him.
1: Yep. He gave us even this. He instilled this skill. Mm-hmm. He gave us the capability of to absorb it when we see it. Or when we hear it, or when we feel it, at the same time, he gave us the ability to create. Right. We can't ignore that part of humanity because when we do, we are missing out. Right. We're, right. we're We're not just doing it right.
0: So why, why is it that Christians are so blank and so maybe even suspicious or even dismissive of art and artists? Do you think?
1: That's a, That's a. I don't even know from which way to tackle. I guess the brief history of what how it was for couple hundred years until the protestants in 1500s mm-hmm. kind of squared away from the catholic faith uh the catholic faith is obviously just like the orthodox church they're full of icons and things like that and people mm-hmm. often forget what they're really looking at what they're praying to and i think when protestants kind of went away from that they went to from one extreme to another another Right. And I think that impact is that's what we still hold today. That's why in, you look at the classic church. We end up with only what we see in New Testament kind of, which is literally just the preaching. Right. And then because somewhere it mentions also about the singing, we also get to sing. Mm-hmm. But we don't really hear uh, maybe a chapter on how Paul drew a picture to tell someone about God. Right. It's, it's all reserved in Old Testament from what we see. Right. So and and I think kind of those are the minor things that don't allow us to step over the boundary and say, well, we can create, we can share, we can impact people through it, because that's not what we see necessarily in the Bible.
0: Right. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. From the Protestant Reformation, you have a big breakaway that uh, a huge aspect of the Christian world has from what came before, and. Unfortunately, oftentimes, what that means is we start to view everything that came before the Protestant Reformation as evil and yeah. false religion, and so that includes the art. So oftentimes we look at religious art with a um, with a suspicion, right? Because yeah. oh, that's part of that religious system, that false stuff. Even though some of that religious art may have been painted hundreds of years earlier before the corruption. Exactly. So ignorance of history um and also a false understanding of what happened at the reformation the interesting thing is the reformation actually gave birth to a lot of art within the church that people don't realize um martin luther uh brought singing back into the church he wrote many many hymns he brought musical instruments back into the church uh when in within catholic worship um there is no singing there's kind of chanting maybe Mm -hmm. um there's not i don't as far as i know there's no instruments i mean there's an there the organ, organ yeah. and a choir but it's it's a very it's not it's not um emotional expressive yeah. worship
1: there's no emotions there.
0: yeah so martin luther was big on bringing back the beauty of worship um and as i'm looking at the clock i think we're gonna go a little over time on this one because yeah. this we got some things Sorry. to say here this is too yeah. good of a subject yeah hang on you can turn it up, turn us off if you want whatever yeah, finish it tomorrow yeah but we're going to keep talking for a few more minutes. So I think the other really important component here is that Christians in general are ignorant of art. Um, And we, we are suspicious of secular art. So we look around at the world and we see art forms that we don't understand. And because we don't understand them, we are suspicious of them and we create even more greater gap and ignorance in the realm of art. You know, so because there's this fear of us versus the world, then we falsely clump all the creative, artistic endeavors of people around us as worldliness. But that's not necessarily the truth. Uh, if you think back to our conversation last week, where we talked about the lordship of Christ over all things, Christ yep. is Lord over all things, He is creating a new world. And if you look at the book of Revelation, there is profound, profound beauty in the new world. You know, the way that John describes the new Jerusalem and the worship of the Lamb. I mean, you you'd the whole book, in, in, in one sense, is a work of art. So Christians need to understand that Christ is Lord over all. And, and when Christ saves you, he makes you a totally new person. And that means that his redeeming power, his gospel, starts to work and redeem and recreate every aspect of you that includes your creativity, you know? Yep. Um, what happens is that because Christians are suspicious of art and artists and creatives, Christian creatives and Christian artists oftentimes in their own head have a false division. Oh, here's my Christian side and then there's my artsy side. And my artsy side has nothing to do with my Christianity in a sense, you know? Yeah. Who cares what, what why does Jesus care what kind of paintings I paint, you know, or what kind of novels I write? He does because he made you and he bought all of you with his blood and you're totally his now, you know? Yeah. So the church needs to understand, I think if Christ is the savior of the whole man, then the whole man is redeemed, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and therefore, that includes creativity and art. That brings us to the final question. Why is art important for the church today? Why is it important for Christians, average Christians who don't particularly see themselves as maybe artists, um, to understand why art is important for Christians and for the church? What do you think?
1: See, when we ask that question, Why is it important for the Christians are we going in just in general as like as a church or as a Christian mean my home and where I live Hmm. Because for me, it's a when we're let's say I have actually no idea why art would be important inside of the church I can't really say that it's important because technically according to what Bible says the word of God is enough, and the whole work of the Holy Spirit in our hearts is enough. Mm-hmm. We don't need a song that's gonna make me feel like I'm a bigger sinner. Mm-hmm. You know, why? Why do you think?
0: So, first of all, I think we got to understand that even the most strict and traditionalist uh, church cultures have their own forms of art. That's they true. won't even admit it, but they do. Every 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 church has its songs has its stories, you know, has its images in a sense. Creativity and art exists in the church no matter what. Um, The thing is, I think, twofold. The answer is twofold for the church. Why should we understand art and and, and creativity? First of all, we are called to worship God skillfully. That means that if you want to have skillful, beautiful worship in your church, good music, um, and so on, you must you must encourage and empower creative people in your congregation you must help them see that their gifts of creativity are very important to the life of the church that their creativity is one f- way one form or one way that they proclaim the gospel that they serve the church you know yeah the other component here is really important is that we live in a very unique age i think we live in an age where the world around us, the culture around us, as it's becoming more secular, it is losing its sense of meaning on a lot of way, on a lot of things. We are losing the significance of many things, institutions, values, traditions are all melting away because the Christian worldview has been rejected, and so like a domino effect, everything is melting away. Now, one of the things that is really held central in our culture today, I think, is the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Young people, if you, I mean, because the definition you started with, because art, good art, even when done by a non Christian person, it brings uh, meaning and it brings inspiration to people. And when you have a generation of people who have lost their sense of meaning and they are desperately looking for meaning in life, they will see the one undeniable source is art and creativity, you know, movies music today i mean it's the very center of the culture yeah in a sense it It captivates imaginations it grips hearts right yeah so the church needs to understand the avenue of creativity as a form of communication with the world the church needs to understand that creativity is one way that we put on display the beauty of christ in our lives you know so just like we preach the gospel by doing good deeds in the city or by, you know, we preach the gospel by a variety of ways other than specifically preaching the gospel. Mm -hmm. We must see that Christ has redeemed my whole body, my whole self, my whole person. And that means my creative abilities. And what does that mean? It means that even my creative abilities must be used for the mission of making Jesus known, you know, yeah, um, I am a servant of Christ in all areas. And that means that I can use my creativity freely for his glory. And that could be a, a an example, a picture to the world around me of the things going on inside my heart. Um, that brings me to a, a, a really quick, I think, point that art. What is art? I think it's the question we started with is the question we'll end with. Art communicates something always.
1: And that's art, what, at the end of the day, it's to communicate. Right. right.
0: It brings what's inside our hearts. It brings it out. Now, there's two extremes you can go there. You can make art merely a vehicle. So why are you doing this art? Oh, I'm just trying to send some sort of message. Um, that that, dumbs it, that, that uh, squishes diminishes it down. It. That diminishes it. Yeah. Because art is beautiful in and of itself, too. So there's two components to art and and its power. Art carries within itself a creative beauty, but art also is a vehicle for the worldview of the artist to come out. Mm -hmm. And so as a Christian, you must understand both sides. And you must understand that it just because you're a Christian and you're an artist does not mean that you need to now only write poems about Jesus only, or write draw paint, or paint paintings about Jesus only, or write songs about Jesus only. Right? Mm-hmm. You are free to put your whole heart on display, and sometimes it's going to mean certain subjects and other subjects. But when a Christian artist stands back and looks at their whole life work, art communicates the whole heart. You know. So that's where I think yeah, I have some problem with Christian artists sort of who are mm-hmm. like, well, I don't need to talk about Jesus that much. Because, but then when you look at their whole body of work, you look at all of their creative work, and it's like there's no Jesus there at all. It's like, hmm, yeah. something's wrong. But then you have the other side too, which Christian music uh, oftentimes is guilty of. Christian movies have been guilty. The art itself sucks. It's just communicating the message. <laughs> it's trying to communicate a message only, you know, yeah. and the art, in, it, uh, the artness of it is not there. Is not there.
1: Mm-hmm. So a quick question for you before we close. When, what is the, I guess, the next step for a church to take? If we take a classic church, it doesn't matter, American, Russian, all they got going on is they got congregational singing. Sometimes they got a guest that sings. They have prayer and then they have uh, sermons. What would be the next logical step to introduce art into the church services? Mm-hmm. What would be the next stage?
0: I don't think that the big challenge is to specifically be introducing new forms of art into the worship mm-hmm. service itself. I think it's just Christians need to understand that God is interested in beauty, in aesthetics. That That's not... A sinful mm. thing it's not a worldly thing it's God invented thing. it and as God saves us and makes us new he redeems our creativity as well and and it's a beautiful thing that I, what I would say is the, the basic takeaways is every single Christian should be cultivating their sense of art even if you're not an artist in 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 and of itself you know you should be cultivating your appreciation of beautiful things because God isn't your God is an artist you know, yeah, and he has made you his work of art, his greatest creative act. You know, and churches need to be also encouraging yeah. Christ-centered creative expression among them. Um, I would close with this quote from Francis Schaeffer, a little teeny book called Art in the Bible, um, and he pulls it really to the finish line where he says, "No work of art is more important than the Christian's own life." And every Christian is cared upon to be an artist in this sense, is called upon. He may not have a gift of writing or a gift of composing or singing, but each man has the gift of creativity in terms of the way he lives his life. In this sense, the Christian's life is to be a work of art. The Christian's life is to be a thing of truth and also a thing of beauty in the midst of a lost and despairing world. So we live a life. We put Jesus on display. We do it beautifully. And we, we, we learn to make beauty a thing and to yeah. show that it is Jesus who is the source of all beauty. So I want to encourage you, if you're an artist in the church, grow, develop. Yep. Uh, also read theology. Read good books. Inform your art with good theological yes. truth. Yes. Um, go to the Canvas Conference. Check that out. It's hosted by Humble Beast Records. Awesome event. Uh, read Francis Schaeffer's Art in the Bible. Also, just read everything C.S. Lewis ever wrote. Um, he's, an, he's an amazing example of Christian art in words. That's, that's, I, I guess that's my recommends, too. What are your recommends? My
1: you? recommends is you grab an avocado, you slice it in half. It has to be ripe. You cut in the little squares within the half. And then you squeeze it so the gaps appear. And then you squeeze the lemon juice on there. A little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper. Sounds like art. It's the best breakfast you will ever have. Wow. Wow. Okay.
0: So, so good. I'm just saying. Well, I guess we'll have to try that. Uh, Avocado special recipe from Chef Alexi here. Yep. All day. Awesome, guys, thanks for listening. Um, if you like what you hear, please give us feedback. Go on iTunes and rate us. I know it's a pain in the butt, but we need your ratings. Thank you so much for giving us a good rating. And also, please share this episode with a friend. Find at least one person and send it to them. If this has been helpful, spread the good, you know? And send us your thoughts at well-said.org, well-said.org, and the Facebook page, at well said words and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week